Hello! Welcome to the newest episode of Generation BTS, the podcast, where we review BTS albums, which we are now back to doing, everyone. Finally! <laughs> After a couple of weeks of alternative content. Today, we'll be talking about Dark and Wild. Whoop, whoop. Really um, exciting stuff. But yeah, first, the intro. I'm Christine. I'm 29 for a couple more days. <laughs> I have been army of two years now. And with me, as always, I've got... Hi, I'm Leanne. I'm 34 and I've been army... What, what did I say in the last one? Year and a half. <laughs> yeah, 18 months. And... Hi, I'm Natasha. I'm 20 years old. Oh. And I've been army for seven years almost. Nice. It's really half my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two thirds. Yeah, roughly. That is a pretty big achievement, though. Well done. Commitment. Yeah. Um, we'll never be able to do that. Well, if I'm ARMY, I was 28 when I became ARMY. So if I'm ARMY 28 years, I will have then. been ARMY half my life. Mm. Yeah. We will be. Of course. Yeah. Never ending forever, baby. As we say. And also, well, we started off with three generations, one teen, one 20s and 130s but we're about to have 120s and 230s so oh yeah if anyone's a teenager and really wants to join oh, or anyone in their 40s 40s or yeah, 50s 40s are welcome yeah but you can't have too many opinions because we already run really long <laughs> yeah we'll just get rid of Natasha anyone out there that's a rap line Stan <laughs> right in how can they find us Natasha to be a replacement <laughs> You can email us at generationbts, all the albums at gmail.com, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We are generationbts underscore and just generationbts on YouTube. Whoop, whoop. Right. And today, like I said, we're talking about Dark and Wild. But first, we have had some recent updates to discuss. So, yeah, I don't think we need to go member by member this time because a lot of them have been quite quiet. But there has been one major thing happening and of course it is well not of course because it'll be a while until this comes out <laughs> of course it could be something else major that's happened in the next six to eight weeks yeah but yeah no we are about a week week is it been a week no five days it comes out on friday yeah, yeah so it's tuesday today last Wednesday, friday Thursday, friday that spoiler the surprise but yeah last friday we had seven come seven. out it's a big day seven that day big friday but yeah we should talk about it because it caused all the controversy yeah. first should we say what we think about it do you want to go first natasha as you our don't. resident jk stan it's I good to see it. that you're still alive yeah i love it oh, just it's so like oh my god oh my god <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i listen to it maybe like 500 times a day, I just put it on, blast it, and just, like, play it, play it, play it, play it, play it. And then every time it comes on and he says, you know, does the explicit version, always, and he says it again, I'm like, oh, I'm on a train and be like, these people have no idea. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we said already, but Natasha's in Korea at the moment, so yeah. uh, you've been uh, running around there listening to JK fucking every night. <laughs> Although he's in America at the moment. So, Which you were pretty gutted about, to be honest. It was like, JK announces yeah. concert to release seven in America. You were like, I'm in fucking Korea. Like, come on, JK. Hopefully he'll come back soon. Yeah, yeah. But um, well, then he can 
you know, fuck all around South Korea as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once he's done all his fucking in America. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen anything around Korea that's been... Um, I did see, before the music video was released, I went to Hongdae and they have like a street with some billboards on the buildings and I was just walking around on FaceTime and I was like, oh my god, it's there! And then like waited there like half an hour for him to pop up again and he popped up on both big screens and I'm like, seven! That might be the only promo pictures that I've seen. I've seen more hobby, actually. Mm. Yeah, for his Le Vuitton thing. Yes, oh. yes. Okay, well, uh, that's good. I'm glad you like it. We and saw some you're posters as well. Listening to the explicit version, there's been posters here in London. Um, but yeah, very exciting. It was the like worldwide marketing efforts mm. that they were doing for the single, apparently. It's been quite cool. Should we say what we think about it then? I like it. I like it. Look at her face. No, it's really, really, really catchy. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well I, I was gonna say that we'll talk about the song first so not the video but yeah I agree it's catchy I just feel like I didn't need an English song yeah I think he should have done what Jimin did and did an English version yeah but I don't need your kids to sing all in English this is the boy that wrote the magic shop he didn't even write it yeah when all the promo materials came out we were having a secret chat like JK is gonna come and get us yeah it's gonna drop something super intellectual because we've just done the festa songs as well well the title was seven so we thought it was, it was about be the about, boys like, oh my god my time with the boys my time like with the boys, best thing one of that BTS, happened to me and gonna be i have brothers and yeah stuff. and he yeah. was just like no it's just about <laughs> it's about fucking every day <laughs> it's about banging every day and i was like right cool i'm behind that is there any other meaning here no no is it catchy yes do i want it to go to number one yes for sure have i bought all the versions yes have mm-hmm. i streamed it yes yeah but I think there are better songs and I hope there are more authentic JK songs on the album. It just feels a bit, as three white girls sat in a room, it feels a bit Western. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Natasha. And all of the JK fans out there and my mum. I've not told my mum I didn't love it. Well, I saw when they first came out, obviously, I listened to it, watched the video. I saw quite a lot of people were like, oh, it's a bit meh. It's sexy. It's definitely explicit. I was going to ask you guys whether you listen to the explicit version or the clean version. You're explicit. I'm clean. Yeah, I feel like I want to be someone who listens to the explicit version and doesn't cringe, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a big cringe. Too but I don't think that's about him. Well, it might be a little bit about him. But back in the day, maybe like 2007 or something, there was an Akon song that was I Want to Love You. And that had an explicit version mm. that said I Want to Fuck You. Mm. So it feels like that. And I felt the same way about that. I'm like, oh, I just don't really need you to be that overt about yeah. your intentions. And in the clean version, you still know that yeah. the explicit version's there yeah. without constantly getting blindsided. <laughs> like, you know, you're just going about your day and then he's like, I'll be fucking you right. And you're like, oh shit, yes. Okay, okay now cool. I'm back in fantasy land. Yeah. It also reminds me a bit of when, after he broke out of One Direction, Zayn Malik did the Pillow Talk one where he's just like rolling around with Gigi Hadid. And you're like, yeah, great, I understand you can now sing about sex and that's good for you. But it feels like, let me tell tell you how good I am at sex like it's really good and quite catchy every time I listen to it I get it in my head for ages mm. oh it's been in my head non-stop yeah what what part sticks in your head 
the Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday Friday. Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I really like Lato's verse. Yeah, Lato mm-hmm. does a brilliant job on it. Mm-hmm. So then that you get this like female perspective of loving to bang as well, which I think yeah. is really important. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't just be men that love to bang. Well, he's loving to bang for her. I guess mm. that's the point of the song. Like, it's not like, oh, Jesus, I just really want to fuck every night. It's like, <laughs> because you're so good to me, I want to like make me you feel good forever. every night. But yeah, he said it's about devotion. Yeah. Which fits nicer. Even yeah. though it's obviously just about banging. It is about banging, yeah. Banging. But, like, he said he listened to it with Bang PD and decided he really wanted to sing that song. So, presumably, oh. it was his own choice. But it does feel like it is very angled towards Western radio play is mm. what I got from it. And it's done really well at that. Like, it's, it's gone... It's been on BBC Radio 1. Yeah. yeah um, number two in the UK at current. Yep. We're really trying to get it to number one. The only reason I'm a bit lukewarm is just because of how it compares to what the others have put out i was massively more impressed by face let's put it that way it doesn't say a lot about who he is and there's not like every song needs to be super meaningful like not every song needs to be uh exploration every, of your inner self but every song has to be hegem right that's because that would be ridiculous that too that's too. already digital not what i meant but yeah <laughs> um yeah it could have just as easily been sung by justin bieber or justin timberlake or craig david or sean mendez or any of those guys and also like i think what bothers me a little bit as well is because it's getting so much radio play and for people who just listen to the radio and have heard butter and have heard dynamite and now we're hearing this have this one idea of what bts is and they will just not be told otherwise and you try and say no but there's so much more to them than that but if that's all that ever appears on the radio then obviously it's not a true representation of what BTS encapsulates. Mm. I think it's a good gateway. Bring well, maybe don't bring any more armies on board because you know we still want to kids. That's true. But, yeah. And and when I spoke to my my mum, who is probably not the benchmark, but when mm. I spoke to her and I told her, oh, but he didn't even write it. She was like, yeah, but does he write all the stuff? And I was like, yeah, he's wrote. You know, he's written a few. He's things. wrote a few. And then she asked about Euphoria, and I said, well, actually, no, I remember Euphoria, but Magic Shop. Magic Shop. Please then... go and listen to Magic Shop. And she was like, oh, how does that go? And I was like, oh, it's the one that goes so show me. I'll show. And she was like, oh, I love that one. I didn't yeah. know that was him. And I was like, yes, that's the standard. That's what you can do, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. Maybe I'd spent too long with the Festa songs because that would be so recent that we've yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Still with you. Still and with my you. And my you. Mm. So I have been, you know, sending them away. Yeah. And being like, yes, welcome. Go do your research. No, I, I guess if it's if people take the step to do their research, great. But if they don't, which I presume like most people who already have the preconceived notion of like, oh, K-pop's just like them jumping around with like fancy colors and doing dance moves to them it's not gonna help them be like oh actually this is really good mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know it sounds also like a the love child of craig david's seven days and mario's let me love you because there is one bit that's exactly the same like as that song Drink on Monday. yeah that's craig david's one which is also called seven days yeah Apologies if you can hear the dog Dog. in the background. (laughs) We're recording in the middle of the day because Natasha is on Korean time. So yeah, it's a bit hard to avoid the dog, unfortunately. And apologies if my singing of Craig David gets cut because of the dog. (laughs) You'll never know. (laughs) Yeah, and then I just felt really bothered by him posing next to Scooter Brown because I have a personal hatred hatred towards him, which involves our fandom of Taylor Swift. Yeah. My mum as well. She was like, yeah, it's about that guy's good abroad. And I was like, yeah, we hate that guy. Yeah, we hate him. Like, oh, we hate that guy. I was like, we hate that guy. <laughs> it just gives me this uneasy feeling that all these American, like, high CEO label exec guys are, like, 
this guy is super hot. He's the breakout star. Let's throw him into yeah. all these like poppy radio songs and don't make him our cash cow. Yeah, we don't like, want a breakout star. Yeah. He said he wanted to sing it and it is a genre that suits him. And he is super sexy. So it's like okay. a subject matter that fits him as well. But I just don't want him to be steered down this like, you're just mm. for commercial revenue. Yeah, you said that we had something that was sort of quite cool that we liked and then it was yeah. kind of being taken and you know when, molded into something else which isn't what it is but yeah you can't we're trapped yeah you know? exactly it feels like you know when later there's like an internet trend or an internet meme and then all the brands get involved mm. and like make the jokes and you're like oh it's not for you yeah. um I also said the thing about how if anyone's seen the social network there's a big scene where Mark Zuckerberg is telling them to advertise on Facebook and then Justin Timberlake's character who I don't remember who he's meant to play but he's like oh no we can't do that because it'd be like taking the coolest party of the year and then making it finish at 11 that's like you're taking this really cool beautiful like organic thing and just making it uncool with your corporate vibes and that's just a little like the feeling that I have after this especially because it came after Dreamers as well which was definitely corporate vibes but it had its own steer right I did write Dreamers yeah yeah it's, just, it's another step, isn't it? It's it, another step away from. There was one girl on the, on one of the Facebook groups I'm in that said it really well. She said that it's just that whenever they release English music, it seems to be sort of geared towards the US market. And then that changes the style and the tone of the songs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is, actually. That's why it bothers me. There are all these rumors right now that the album's going to be all English which obviously some people are like, yeah, great. Like, let him sing English if he wants to, which absolutely, if he, that's his choice and that's what he wants to do, then let's do it. But if it's presented to him as the best choice, then it's a little frustrating because obviously we know that he has all these talents within writing his own music and he's not that steady in English. Yeah, even on Good Morning America, I thought, oh, maybe his English should have improved, but it hasn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, was, not... it was fine. He said he's working on it. He said in one of the V-Lives that he's taking lessons and stuff but finding it really hard so he doesn't need to learn English no exactly well unless he wants to marry on Natasha <laughs> here, here we have it does but yeah no it's it, for what it is it's good it's brilliant for what it is yeah. it is better than dreamers oh it yeah better, sure. better it's than better than even pushing to us better than oh, the, for the, sure. like... better than all the other English songs <laughs> but I think we hold a place <laughs> that we weren't aware that we held and we didn't hold it for like crazy because that came out in Korean and in English but we never listened to the English version that much no. but we, we still bought the version but then at the same time like crazy didn't get the same radio treatment which no, is frustrating yeah. because that was a single I also thought about closer and uh, lonely from from indigo didn't get that same radio push but you didn't they weren't singles like crazy was a single yeah so you'd think that they, they maybe would pay, play that on the radio, but they didn't. Maybe they did in America. But then, like, why is Scooter Brown not spotting Jimmy? Exactly, yeah. And the other and, boys. And that's what makes me feel like, oh, we've decided this guy's it. And also, don't call it seven. Yeah. <laughs> call it seven days. And then at least I won't expect it to be about how wonderful it is. Yeah. You'd be in the maknae in this beautiful, beautiful group. And then it'd just be like... Yeah, no, there's a clip, isn't there, when he did the Spotify one that was like, yeah, some people thought it would be because, you know, Seven and Seven Youngs. It's not about that. Okay. I know now. I know now. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> it's just about banging. Yeah. Anyway, should we talk about the video? It is a bad bitch song, and that's important. I do enjoy listening to it. It is fun, but, like, I think I'll get tired of it 
more quickly than maybe other songs. Maybe we need to take it to the club. I think it'd be great at the club. It'd be great at the club. Yeah. Everybody will be banging. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the little dance that he does where he does all the it like hip the, thrusts. Yeah, yeah. The, the choreo, 10 out of 10. Hip thrusts will come up later in this episode as well, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, should we talk about the video a little yes. bit? The video, I think it's fun and entertaining. I think they both act well jk mm. and suhi suhi's brilliant isn't yeah it? i think a lot of people have had a lot of different theories and there has been some mm. controversy around the whole thing it sort of kicked off on one of the facebook groups that we're in but i've seen it across others as well so mm. i think we were sort of unaware weren't we? we were just out living our lives it seems like there's all this drama on the facebook groups it's like that what the drama is about, about whether he is being creepy stalkerish essentially like following her around everything so People are suggesting that they might have done better if they'd considered what it might be like for a woman to receive this kind of like persistent attention. Mm. That's what the controversy is. And I think it, if watching it made you feel that way, a lot of people have been like, why are, you, why are you not supporting him and stuff like that? But if watching it made you feel that way, like it, there's nothing you can do about that. That's how it made you feel. Yeah. So and I think it's fine for people to... Stalking or following or incessant boyfriends or exes or even suitors. Like, yeah. It's not a comfortable thing to be exactly yeah going through i think they could have made it clearer on this the second theory yeah so there's a theory that we'll talk about i guess should we first talk about like what we thought when we first watched it mm. should we talk about first what we thought about of the teaser oh yeah all of the um, memes <laughs> that came out of that that was oh, that was a great day yeah great day, great, great day. <laughs> the teaser Random. just uh showed them obviously in the restaurant they're sort of arguing the chandelier falls down and then you get the first two lines of the song uh what do we think when the teaser came out i was excited i really liked the teaser yeah I the teaser was good uh-huh. i really liked the teaser and i loved the ami memes the yeah. like the one where she's like oh do you love anyone more than me and he's like nam jun young and then yeah. she's like rolling her eyes that's yeah. what they're arguing about oh they're arguing because he's brought the rest of the boys in the in the restaurant yeah that one's in funny. the restaurant and then the one where she's like why do you have to bring him and it's gin and he's like we always do eat gin yeah i'm just trying to film my eat gin. <laughs> just trying to film my eat gin. and then one where she's like why didn't you answer my call last night at three in the morning and he was like i was doing karaoke for army yeah. like i don't understand what the problem is yeah there was so many good ones there's so many good ones um, yeah can so we not just many... get rid of two mattresses and he's like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> why are we even starting this conversation so um, good that was yeah, okay. it was a rich text that um, it always makes me think of when v said that Amy went that funny yeah i'm always like we literally we were hilarious yeah we are what, what did you think about the mean? teaser yeah what was your favorite meme? um i did like that that was funny to go on and see anyone every day but i liked it i just the the lyrics in it even now when the song is released and i know for a fact what the lyrics said i'm still a bit like the one bit where it's like, I kiss your waist and ease your mind. Every time I sing it, I just like, I wish you were so, I'm just mumbling. I could just never make it sad. I kiss your waist and ease your mind. There's too many syllables, not enough spaces. I thought it was that from the start, but then I saw online they edited the lyrics like loads of times, didn't they? Yeah, the memes were good. The memes were good. The memes were a good thing. Also, it was another thing that was really good, the concept for <laughs> The concept photos were like top notch. Ten yeah, out of ten. Really good. We, yeah. We, they raised my expectations. We. I was going to say we were late because the concept photos weren't. We were late for his um, workout live. We both, we both had somewhere to be, and he was working out. And we were like five more minutes. 
Yeah. It's just see it on our phones by mum. I think he's nearly done. Yeah, I was like half an hour late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not my fault. Honestly, I've there was a live workout. I've been hanging out with my boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, the concept photos were absolutely yeah they were super hot stunning anyway back to the video (laughs) yeah so theories is it them arguing does he just want to bang and she's tired or trying to get shit done that's what i thought when i first watched it (laughs) she was like yeah it's a bit annoying that he just wants to bang all the time no it was like why why would she react like this if he's like i want to bang i want to bang and she's like get away from me i'm doing fucking laundry (laughs) Like on Mondays, like at the restaurant, like, hey, do you want to bang? And she's like, no, I'm not again. And then Tuesday's like, got- do you want to bang? She's like, no, I'm busy. And she's doing laundry. Can you not she's like, see me doing laundry right now. And then it just goes on and on. And, on and then she's on top of a building and he's like, now. What she's, about on now? Tra- she's on the train and he's like, should we bang now? And I was like, Christine, that's obviously not what happened. They obviously have a fight. And then he's trying to like get her to forgive him. Yeah. And eventually she forgives him on the Sunday. Right. And she was like, Oh, right. I thought she just decided she'd bang him on the Sunday. <laughs> no. She's like, yeah, fine. Well, whatever. I got time today. <laughs> yeah. So that is, that was the main theory for a couple of days. And then there was a different theory. Yeah. And the, that, that I think sorry, makes a lot of sense. That theory was they have the argument on the Monday and then he's chasing her around all these different places, begging for forgiveness. Yeah. Until she finally cracks on the Sunday and that run of seven days of begging for forgiveness is intrusive and stalkery and she clearly doesn't want him to be there she's doing yeah. the eye rolling she's sending him away she's trying to get away yeah, from him she's ignoring and him. he's just being incessant yeah so that second theory not many people have there he just wants to bang every day and no. she's busy <laughs> funny that yeah <laughs> she's busy theory. i think people would have had problems with that one as well yeah true. people have problems with the second reading which was they're a couple what is arguing. consent yeah when should he back off but with the him wanting to like be forgiven, mm. I don't understand the like. Why does the restaurant explode? Why does it flood? That's where the third theory comes in, which is a much better theory and fits with a lot of the graphics. But then for yeah. that, in typical Bangtan, you need to watch it more times. So there'll be people out there that have this perception. So yeah. So the theory involves them having the fight at the restaurant presumably they she either asks for some space or they break up whatever and then she tries to sort of move on with her life which is why she's doing all these activities but she just keeps thinking about him and that's why he's there and all these different scenes so him being there is the fault she can't get him out of her head essentially yeah all she can think about is all his good loving yeah yeah (laughs) that's the third theory which i think probably makes a lot of sense and made a lot of people feel better i think and it explains why the laundromat floods. So yeah. the thoughts are flooding her and then she's trying to drown him out, which is yeah. why she starts swimming away. Yeah. And the same when she's just in the street and he happens to be there. Yeah, he's like walking after her. Walking and she's after- like, no, no, no. But and then there's on the a few- stretcher. Why would he be on the stretcher? I think she's trying to like kill him off. Kill him off, yeah. get rid of the thoughts. And then even when she thinks she's got yeah. rid of him, he's at the funeral, he's back again. And then again. he pops up again, yeah. He's back in her mind where she's like, I'm definitely over it. Yeah, I've, and there's a I'm bit on, on the train as well where she walks through the train and then she looks up and then you can see him. Like, he's up there. As if she's like thinking like, oh my God, this is so annoying having these thoughts. And um, with the funeral, she's put him to bed and she's happy with that. And then when he wakes back up, she's like, oh, fuck. I'm yeah. still thinking about him even though I thought I was yeah. over it. And at the end when she puts her hand out then once he takes her hand the rain stops so then that sort of 
storm in her mind has been put to bed. Yeah, the thoughts have stopped flowing because she's come to peace with it. Whether he's actually there or not, she's going to go find him. It's yet to be decided. But yeah, that's a much less stalkery theory and also better than him begging to bang every day. Yeah. But, you know, if he did want to bang every day, it would be difficult yeah, to think that's about him. the thing on as because well. Because you used to get like... banged every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every day, you're like, oh, I'm not getting banged again. Yeah. Well, that's what I found annoying when I first watched it. Because I was like, no one would behave like this. No one would be like, get away from me, JK. I'm doing laundry. Priority. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that the way that they could have done it, all, all I can think of is, you know, some sort of like dream sequence. Or, some like, of, make the edges of him a bit blurry. Edges, yeah, like, some sort of visual... Like a thought bubble. Yeah, type. or, like, a camera that comes into her brain and then oh, opens yeah. up that scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, there are definitely ways that you could have done this that Anne, she looks up and he's walking on a train. Obviously, he's not stalking her on a train. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, but he is JK, so he could walk on a train. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't put that past him. wouldn't put that past him. I think no. they tried with all the, like especially when she's on the building and he's just suddenly there on this like scaffolding, scaffolding. thing. They tried to make it like ridiculous enough that you'd think, oh, she's just obviously not real. Yeah. But then it did take everyone a while to get there. I think. They should have done more visual indicators. A lot of online arguments were had. Yeah. yeah some of the Facebook groups had to like stop their commenting. Delete section. comments. Delete stuff. comments. Yeah. People left. Ooh, whole people thing. left groups. What do you think of that theory? It's definitely a lot more clearer, but like, as you said, it would be better if it were portrayed a lot easier to understand rather than being like, I need to dig deep, I need to understand this. Like, we know to do that because hmm. we're army and we've previously done that in all the music videos. But then when it comes to like an outsider watching it, you'd be like, this is too far onto one side, which I'm not happy to see. I guess with the song being more towards Western artists, you would have thought maybe they would have put the music video in simple Western terms rather than complicated Korean terms. <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely agree, for sure. That's yeah. uh, an excellent point. And especially when you're toying with something that's consent, there should have been some, you know, like RM had as the feminist consultants yeah, that yeah. review his lyrics, there should have been some sensitivity consultants, some females around the table. There was a female producer on it. More voices, more eyes when you're going to put something out that someone can say, oh, this blurs the line of consent. Um, Yeah, like a question that I get asked being in Korea. I'm like, oh, why did you come to Korea? What do you like about Korea? I'm always like, well, to be fair, it's like it's 4 a.m. I'm walking about like I've not got to be like, put my keys in between my fingers, got to look over him, but be like, there's a man behind me. The culture here of men and women is totally different. So I guess as someone who's Korean watching the video, you won't think like, oh, he's potentially harming her because he's a man and he's after a woman and it makes that one woman vulnerable. Yeah, it's anti some of the safety culture that we know exists in Korea. Yeah, in some of the dramas and stuff, you do see the scenes with men behaving inappropriately towards Mm -hmm. women. And like we had in uh, the video for uh, Boy in Love mm. with them like pushing her up against the locker and stuff like that. But yeah, I think I agree with what you said. It's like they've taken a Korean concept and just chucked it into a Western mm. setting and mm. thought people would just get it. And didn't review it enough. Yeah. I don't know whether they, I know they have intimacy coordinators mm. on like um, TV show and movie sets. Mm. I don't know whether there's any like function that reviews music videos and talks yeah. about what's 
appropriate and not appropriate, but maybe they should have had something like that. Well, and there's definitely sensitivity consultants now. Someone should have had eyes on this. I think the interpretation has helped and hopefully that gets spread widely and people see it that way going forward. But yeah, I think there's plenty of people that probably won't dig that deep and then you know, there's probably also plenty of people that just see it as a couple having a fight and then making up and it not being problematic. And to be honest, I didn't think it was super problematic when I first watched it. But obviously, there's enough people now who have put their hands up and said, actually, I thought this was a little too much. And yeah, they should reflect on that and do better in the future. But we still really like it. We <laughs> still really like it. We want to get at that number one not unsupportive of him by any means which I've also seen a lot of people mm. when they say like oh it made me feel a bit uncomfortable everyone's like bah, bah, why are you not supporting him I'll support anything that they do it's not that we're not supporting him it's just that if you're a big fan of someone it shouldn't prevent you from being able to put your hand up when you shouldn't just blindly follow everything that they do and we're um, we're empowered within the fandom from them and from the history of having the things that ARMY have done and BTS and ARMY have done together to mm feel like we can raise a voice it's a two-way conversation right if we don't say it then it won't be seen and it won't be changed and it won't be heard and we have known that apologies have come in the past and things have changed right? yeah we'll so talk that... about that in this episode as well um <laughs> yes i think that's all we have time for for seven it was quite a long chat any other business that we need to cover in updates land um the book has come out have we got it leanne and i have it um we... how deep you I'm page 70, I just checked. Oh, I'm 68. I, uh, I've just got to, to go for school. In major, positive, happy, joyous news, mm-hmm. after nearly a year, over a year. Over a year, yeah. Over a year, we finally have justice for Jack in the Box. Yes. Yes, all those hashtags on Twitter, justice, Jack in the Box. <laughs> all been writing my that rants <laughs> about how ridiculous it's it constantly is. Constantly tweeting at big <laughs> Emailing them every day. Just a reminder, where's my justice? My justice. Jack in the Box physical album is Please here. Please take my money for a Jack in the Box physical album, yep. which has been announced. It's coming out soon. Yep. And it comes from a toy. So it's someone the... in Hive has done something. Something good, yeah. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. I really like the concept photos that they put mm. out, the ones in the box. Yeah. First of all, appreciate the commitment to the box. Everything's in the box. I get it. I, I get see it. you. But there's a couple where there's like two versions of him, mm. one in black and one in white. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, this is very cool. So I really like those. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, and I met uh, Hobie Army out in the wild. I saw her wearing the J-Hope t-shirt, the Still Not Enough t-shirt. And I spoke to her and her mom when we were at a festival and she was absolutely the sweetest shout out to her because she said that she'd listen so cool if you're listening welcome hi hi we'll move on to dark and wild we have been putting this off not personally it's just that other things have come up like Yumi's album and then Festa that we decided we should do something for so it's not intentional really but yeah dark and wild we have been listening to for the last three months. <laughs> yeah, the last of the hip hop. Well, this is, I'm going to get to this, but I think this is very much like a transition album because mm. it would be weird for them to go straight from school to most beautiful moment in life. So this one bridges the Starts gap. Starts really. at hip hop and then gets more romantic. Yeah, and they introduce more of the like rock mm. elements. Yeah. Yeah. And there's um, a lot of um, intense. I love you concepts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of intense I love you lyrics, well, which so I wasn't ready for. We left 
school love affair on outro propose on outro propose yeah oh. very hopeful romantic note and i think we're meant to think that this one sort of picks up where that one left off mm-hmm. but at least in the first part of the album it's sort of suggesting that that love has now gone awry it's sort of the love yourself tear to school love affairs love yourself her if oh, you will oh nice yeah nice so, they weren't thinking that at the time i don't know <laughs> like it it does Maybe. feel like one unified narrative it, like if you do think about it but it also could stand alone because i as you sort of mentioned towards the end of the album there are more like lovey-dovey songs mm. we'll talk about this as we go through but i don't know whether it's meant to be like oh it's the same girls and we had these issues but now we're okay or whether mm. it's like oh i moved on and now i'm in this really happy relationship i've got rid of um, that toxic girl yeah <laughs> The one who doesn't text me back and yeah. makes me feel like I'm pathetic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this one mainly focuses on themes of youthful romantic relationships, but it also has some songs that are more like, this is what our experience of being idols are like. So we'll talk about those as well, obviously. But Dark and Wild was also their first studio album. It was released on the 20th of August, 2014. So a year and two months after the debut. So they'd already released three albums at that point and then the first proper studio album comes out. So they've been busy and we actually see a couple of the first scenes that eventually become part of the Most Beautiful Moment in Life universe story, although I don't know whether they intended for them to be part of it at the time, but a couple of the clips from Danger are used in the universe, yeah. So it's been a while since we've done this, but I've read the big hit blurb. (laughs) Yeah. Big hit states about big Dark and Wild. This is the car eyeliner era. Yeah. What does Big Hit um, say? Yeah, so the Big Hit blurb says, BTS sings about love gone awry in Dark and Wild. <gasps> they warn the girl who acts like she doesn't love them not to take them for granted anymore. This is, I've abbreviated it. Uh, and then they say, the boys are no longer in their school uniforms and they have become tougher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> BTS made sure that the visuals, performance, and all the elements of their first studio album are flawless. Tracks that highlight the different genres of hip-hop, South, West, Boom Bap, and Trap, provide a clear direction of BTS's music. The title track, Danger, is a tightly composed hybrid hip-hop song with a piercing punk rock guitar sound that features stark rap, a powerful hook, and exhilarating shouting (laughs) 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 what is south west boom bap and trap i don't know different styles of rap i think i don't know i I know that there's meant to be different styles of like there's like the new york set of rappers and then there's southern like Mm. south like atlanta stuff yeah yeah and then obviously there's like west coast rap yeah of america this is (laughs) but i i I don't know how they differ in style no They probably do. <laughs> We're not there in the book yet, but there's a really sweet bit about how, um, yeah, and spoilers if <laughs> you're not this far in the book, <laughs> yeah. um, about how Youngie and RM and, uh, and Hobie, rap line host, um, hip hop school, where all the Magni line have to come to hip hop school and they play like different songs. All the boys are like, yeah, so we used to like practice all day and then go home and do hip hop school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's cute, yeah. And um, Youngie's done a review of this album as he tended to do for the early albums. They wanted to show a more manly image than school era. Right? They're manly men. Yeah. And then he said that before taking the jacket photos, 
they didn't sleep at all because they flew back from shooting American Hustle Live and then went like straight into the MV shoot the next day. So did the jacket Jeez. photo shoot like before between those two. But it was the first proper album. So he said that the members just gathered their strength and did their best. And they worked twice as hard on this as they did on the previous album because it has a lot of songs. <laughs> He's got twice as many songs. Yeah. In the album, if you have the album booklet, he said that they hand wrote the track list and the lyrics. Aww, like it's not just a font, it's like their actual voice. handwriting. Um, and he said that it's a difficult album to prepare for. They were writing lyrics on the plane. He said he wrote the cipher embarrassed and 24 7 heaven whilst flying and he said you don't often see an idol album with 14 songs but it was to show off their capabilities and maturity and it's the first full album it's very meaningful he liked it a lot it has lots of good tracks and he hopes people will listen to them as well as the title tracks especially let me know which he produced oh exciting Mm -hmm. that was what he had to say i'll go come back to what he said about each song after the songs but uh commercially dark and wild debuted at number two on the weekly charts the week it was released it was also the 14th best-selling album of 2014 according to gayon's year-end album chart and then danger the title track peaked at number seven on the world digital songs chart while war of hormone peaked at number 11 which Mm. was the follow-up and it received a bonsang in the album division at the 2014 golden discords nice so they would have been happy with that one yeah but the bonsang is like everyone gets 10 albums win the bonsang so it's not like as special Mm. that's all i had to say about it intro wise should we talk about our first impressions do we like it i can go first i quite like it i think i think just because it's quite long there's a lot of the songs that sort of kind of blend into each other a little bit so when I was listening to it and doing the lyrics, it was the first album where I couldn't like tell in my head, like, oh, this is that part of the song or oh, this is sung by this member or like it required me to go back and re-listen to it a lot more to mm-hmm. sort of distinguish the different parts. I don't think I've listened to it any less than the other albums because it's on my playlist and whenever the songs come up, like I do listen to them, but it is a little long. I was thinking about whether we do like a segment where we cut three songs <gasps> free skips not like skips but like <laughs> i've listened i listened to another music podcast i think it was about taylor's lover actually where mm. they said like oh this album's too long it's really good but it's too long like let's each cut five songs mm. but i tried to do it on my own when i was researching and i was like actually it's really hard i don't want to cut three songs oh, but good. um we'll see if we've got time but yeah i think i like it overall i think the latter half is better than the first half from the cypher till the end what do you think i don't hate it (laughs) but i think if we were still putting out episodes every two weeks yeah and we'd not had the break of festa and young day i would hate it because i found it really difficult even though we've had three months i've always thought that there's more time to come back to it or there's more time to come back to it yeah and then when i put it on i'm like oh this hip-hop stuff. But isn't that hip-hop-y? At least not the end is in. Yeah, well, um, I think that's the problem. I'm sort of going into the start. The start is a little tough. The start's tough, yeah. yeah. And I do think it's too long. Like you said, I need to be able to skip three of these Dark and Wild ones. But I do like some of the lyrics. Some yeah. of the lyrics are a bit spicy. Yeah. And RM's particularly spicy in it. Yeah, I definitely like it more when we now sort that- of spun it in. I was a bit like, oh, this one. But I know some people really ride hard for Dark and Wild. Like, some people really like it before I kind of just thought of it as that oh yeah that's that in between one between mm. school and 
most beautiful moment in life. And the visuals are still quite jarring. Oh, awful. The visuals are <laughs> really bad. I want to go with some of the worst. Worst but I think haircut I've sort season of forgotten. by far, yeah. I think I've forgotten how bad the visuals were. Mm. But then I went back and looked at some of like the No More Dream stuff and I was like, no, actually. This is worse, yeah. This is worse. Dragonwild has the worst looks. Yeah. You know, Hobie in particular. That haircut that they put on that boy is an abomination. A lot of terrible haircuts. What do you think? Do you like Dark and Wild? Yes, I do like Dark and Wild. There is some probably unnecessary parts, but Mm. that's probably just because like we've got like an interlude and an outro and an intro and all these like other things that you just like. I'll try work with it. That's every BTS album though. But yeah. I'd say that it's more plus than minus. Oh, good, good. More plus than minus. Yes, okay. Well, on that note then, I think we should shall we get in? started. So first song, intro, What Am I To You? That's yours. That's my guy. Yeah. It was written by P-Dog and RM and produced by P-Dog and just sung by RM, RM's yeah. intro. Yep. So it sort of starts... Quite weirdly, mm. the only thing I can liken it to is the scene in Love Actually where the couples unite. Yeah. <laughs> like it's this really like. Like a fucking like theatre production's going to start. Like a string orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very. I think that's what it's trying to do though, like trying to give you the like rom com vibes and then it sort of comes crashing down a bit later. Yeah. Why do that? Well, because it's meant to. Go in from school love affair into this. So you're all like, oh my God, I'm so happy. proposed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, after this big romantic theatrical intro, Mm. which is a bit disconcerting for the start of a hip hop album. I think it's cool. (laughs) I think it makes sense. (laughs) The first line is, come here, I'm about to take you higher. We about to set this love on fire. Yep. And those lyrics are sampled and adapted from a J. Cole song, Higher, which was released in 2010. Obviously, we know J. Cole, everybody's favourite boy. Yeah, especially Hobie's hip hop roots at all times. Hobie's favourite boy. Yeah, and we uh, know hip hop. Hope on the street. Uh-huh. So yeah, then the rest of the verse goes, I've never felt like this before. My mom couldn't even stop me. I told you how I really felt, and in the end, I won. Baby, you should know you change all my negatives to positives. Yep. You put up your fawns, but I can see you're a rose. Oh, Basic. <laughs> but I see you're a rose who's making my heart race again. The person is you. I still don't know, but I'll make you know everything about me. I want to be your opa. Yeah, I want to be your opa. Which we know is a honorific. Yeah. Uh, for, is it brother? It's like older, older. brother, but you say it, if you're a female, you say it flirty. to older men yeah but because obviously some girls tend to go for like men that are slightly older it's become this like flirty term Mm -hmm. yeah i want to be recognized differently than the other dudes yep (laughs) it might seem like a typical line from a movie Uh uh-huh but i have a sixth sense yes yeah sixth sense like the movie sixth sense is a movie yeah movie it's a movie known for its dramatic plot twist apparently rm is emphasizing how he's different from the other guys who will just say stuff to impress girls by talking about this like movie that's got a plot twist then yo yeah yeah i'll be different i'll be missing i'll be kissing you all the time girl yeah <laughs> cheeky love that line that's in english as well yeah. 
So I thought some of these lyrics were a bit far. At least now I've got. All the time. I'll be fucking you all day. All what? I'll be every night. I'll be fucking you right. Yeah. Every <laughs> night I'll be fucking you right. It's not that. No. So like the bar is now. I don't think they could have got away with that at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> there is some really sexually explicit lyrics later. We'll get to them. I can't take my eyes off of you. Oh no, I can take my eyes off of you, but I can't take my heart off of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I can look away, but I can't forget. And but also, it's not all about your looks. It's about like it's about your, your brain, your, your sexy vibe. brain. Mm-hmm. Now this is the beginning. I'm your pocket monster. Reminded me of you know the little Tamagotchis. Yeah, and the Tamagotchi little digital pets that you used to keep. You yeah, yeah. In your pocket. And yeah. Some of them were. I used to have a dinosaur one. I was obsessed with dinosaurs when I was like, <laughs> tween. And I took my pocket monster. It was very like, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that line though. It's so cool. every time he says it, I'm like, cute, yeah. cute. Also reminds me of the recent V Life that Jimin did, where he put Army in his pocket. Oh. <laughs> and everyone just sat in his pocket for like two minutes when he took his out. He's like, how was it? Yeah. Very sweet. Pocket monster. Yeah. It's, it's cute. Very cute. Yeah. You gave me your heart and I gave you all of mine. Today is happier than yesterday. But why? But why? That's the end of verse one. Yeah. And it's a, like mm. a straight rap, isn't it? So it's going to go straight into verse two. Well, this is, there's like a bit of an instrumental here where the chord, according to Genius Lyrics, the chord goes from C major to C minor, which is like a dramatic shift and it parallels the difference between like the, the happy, happy and the sad. And this, yeah. He's no longer the pocket monster. No, it's all gone to its mm-hmm. Why am I finding an excuse to call you like I'm a sinner? Yeah. It's worse than before we started dating. Is it not enough that we are a couple? You always give short answers like, yes, I'm sleeping. No, your messages don't exceed 10 bytes. Mm-hmm. You're like a goalkeeper who has lost her will. I'm like messy, running all over the place. Yeah, I like that one. It's cute. <laughs> She is running laps around him. He's no, trying. No, no. no. He's, she stood still and he's yeah. running laps around her. Yeah, but he's, she is, he's trying. He's really trying and this, she's not trying at all. Yeah, he's like, treating me and Keith and Keith. And also, like, I don't know whether they're meant to be on the same team or not, but if in football, if, like, you're the outfield players are working really hard, but the goalkeeper is not trying, like, you're not going to You're not going to win. You're not going to win because the goalkeeper win. is very, very, very bad. important. If there's no goalkeeper, then the other team will just, you Just know, keep scoring, keep even scoring. if you are messy. Like JK and <laughs> Just keep scoring Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Scoring every day. Again. Scoring every day. Double scoring some days, I'm sure. Yeah. So <laughs> I knew this wasn't from the start a fair game. It's not that I wanted to win you over, but I didn't want to keep losing either. Mm. Sad. Even if we're not coupley and affectionate, I want to link arms with you like everyone else and comfort each other and really mean it. The fact that you have a dry personality, I understand, because I'm always below you understand yeah I always stand is, under you yeah I'm beneath yeah. you he's, it, it's you like know, under hyphen sound under yeah and then he's under her yeah yeah it's like I'm carrying you on my shoulders I can't do anything my bitter smile has become a habit at some point and you say you don't like me but you don't hate me either which is sad yep am I rushing things but if it's not it it's not it I have a partner in this puppy love I just want to freely love. This is like a game of tug of war without an opponent. What you say? So he's just pulling yeah. and she's not pulling back. No. And then he's laid on the ground in the dirt. Yeah. And he's really sad. How old is Aram at this point? 20? He would just be he's, turning 20. Our true. Western age. Early change part two. Mm. Even if you're not a fiery road, I'll firmly walk on it. 
So please don't look at me as if you're looking at a stranger. Mm -hmm. When I was nothing to you, I keep thinking about those times. Mm. What am I to you, girl? What am I to you? I do love you crazy. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> I do love you crazy. Uh, do you? And I do love you crazy in English, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like this and like that. Stop confusing me. If you're going to keep this up, let's write up a contract. Yeah. She's, you know, very... <laughs> Very yeah. rational. Very rational, very yeah. logical. Yeah. In the contract, we're going to have a X number of kisses per day yeah. and an X number of texts per day. Yeah. If we do that, will I feel better? Who knows? She's not even agree. She's not even going to set up a contract. Aaron. No. She's going to tell you that the contract's a dumb idea. Yeah, she will. Which is? <laughs> yeah, the contract is a dumb idea. Yeah. What am I to you, girl? What am I to you? I do love you crazy. Uh, do you? Yeah, that's the end of the sign. Arms. Sad rap. Things change, people change, everything change. Yeah. It just reminds me of that, but earlier and less good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's he's very angry towards the end. I wrote like we get this sense that the love is not quite what it seems. Mm-hmm. And then he's questioning whether she wants to be there, which sounds like she doesn't to be honest. Do you think um, it's real? No. No. He might be drawing on experiences, but I think this is the story that they wanted to tell through this album. He's angry, but he's also quite desperate mm. for her to be Love more her. interested. Like, it's not like, I'm angry, like, let's end it. It's like, I'm angry, but I want you to want me and I want you to, define, you to try harder. define what I mean to you. Yeah. Good. It's nice. I don't mind it. It's no intro persona. <laughs> Do you like it, Natasha? I put the, the like, noise at the beginning. Mm. I wouldn't mind RM being at my wedding with JK and singing it <laughs> without knowing the meaning of the lyrics. Just that sound. <laughs> it does sound like it's a wedding at the start. It's definitely yeah. wedding Yeah. Well, when you marry JK, you can make that request. And maybe he can rewrite the lyrics a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be called This Is What I Am To You. Yeah. And it'll just be banging every day. My husband. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just go on and on about how much he loves you and bangs you yeah what do you think of it i think it's fine yeah (laughs) i'll listen to it when it comes on i listen to it yeah but i wouldn't often seek it out because it's not particularly angry he's a bit frustrated yeah but it's not like well he is shouting at the end yeah yeah. it's not his best yeah Yeah. but fine yeah he did a good job he did the comeback trailer sort of sums up the message they're like it's all flowers and love and then yeah as you go through the gate it starts to crack and mm-hmm. then everything's grey and broken stuff. Broken hit and Yeah. First is like the BTS logo and like the tropical landscape flowers, yeah. with loads of flowers and stuff. And then like at the outside it goes to this black and white landscape full of like broken TVs and phones and it goes to the cities full of the broken buildings and fire and everything. And then they have barbed wire on the phones and everything. So it's like this romance is killed off or like not what it seems. Mm-hmm. And then, like, human hearts. But the human hearts are black. Yeah. I'll say what Jungi said about it. He said that initially, actually, Rapland wrote one verse each for Ooh. the comeback trailer. And there is, like, a Bangtan bomb where you can see them talking about their verses, but it's really short, so I didn't include it. But then he said that RM suggested that to the company that they each write a song on their own Ooh. and, like, pitch it as the intro. And RM's was so good that it was chosen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is what he said. And he said that there are lyrics that are laced with deeper meaning, 
And he said, our leader rap monster is really cool and did quite a perfect job. And he likes the track a lot. Very sweet. Yeah. Very, very sweet. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we'll try and stick to one performance. I haven't done it for every song, but for most of these songs, we'll stick to one performance. Just because um, there's so many songs. It's so many songs, yeah. So, and a, a few of them we've used stage mixes. It was just to show. To see the different looks. Because yeah. some of these songs I was a bit like, oh, they want to perform this a lot. But then I was surprised to see how many performances there actually were. So then I included a couple stage mixes. But but yeah, this one had a surprising amount of live performances as well, actually, including KCON in France and the fourth Gayon Chart Awards in 2014, where they won World Rookie of the Year. Uh, but I went with Japan, Most Beautiful Epilogue. Moment in Life epilogue. It's just our arm on the stage. He's blonde as well. He is. Blonde, blonde. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he wears like a shirt. white shirt with like a bedazzled collar. Mm. Which is um, nice. Yeah, it's nice. His head's sort of shaved at the sides, which I don't love. No. And yeah. you can <laughs> see from watching him perform it live that it's like he's trying. He he's walks back and forth a lot and like gestures with his hands. That's yeah. all he does, really. Yeah. And then it all like fades to black and I'm like, what happens next? Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's fine. Do you have anything to say about the performance? I liked Blonde RM. Yeah, it's definitely not in the worst haircuts of this era no no he's had bad ones in this era but he doesn't have the worst ones yeah and let's go to the really awful haircut straight into danger song yes danger it was written by p-dog tan bui hitman bang rm sugar and j-hop and produced by (laughs) p-dog you did a rough when i said p-dog Oh, I forgot. Sorry. And JK roughed on his live recently because uh-huh, apparently yeah. armies have been were roughing at GMA. But yeah, Danger is the lead track. He's roughing the right word. Woofing. Woofing. <laughs> well, I thought uh, I'm not a native speaker guy. Yeah, so, woofing, woofing. Yeah. I said roofing as well. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, no, that's, that's why wrong. I said it. And I was like, oh, is this the word that they use for dog barking? Like, no. yeah. Or barking is one. Barking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, Danger. Danger. It's the lead track of the album. It carries on the romantic frustrations of the previous track. And it has a different vibe from their previous stuff, their previous lead tracks. It's definitely more rocky mm. and almost a bit Michael Jackson. Mm. And it starts with them chanting, you're in danger, which I always thought was give me danger. But you're in danger seems a bit menacing. Anyway. Isn't it like we're in danger, we're in danger of falling in love? No, no, it's you're in danger because you're like you're still being a shit girlfriend. Oh! Yeah. But you're just, in danger of losing me. Yeah, I think so. Or like of me like being angry at you. Fine. RM starts off this song. He says, It's always like this. You are you, I am me. That's your kind of formula. Your cell phone is just an accessory. <gasps> Why aren't you texting me back again? She never uses it. She just carries it around. Never Um, take my calls. Never text me back. Am I really your boyfriend? I'm sick of this. Why do you put off expressing your feelings like homework? Are we doing business or do you hate me? (gasps) Also, I thought they were out of school anyway. Dumb, dumb. Diggy, dumb, dumb. Be more affectionate. (laughs) (laughs) Be more affectionate. Today, I put a spell on you again. I like that. I like being more affectionate as a concept. Yeah. <laughs> then there's a little JK rap. There is a rap. Yeah. He says, we're like parallel lines, looking at the same spot, but so different, as in like lines that never meet. Mm. So they just exist okay. next to each other. But Equal sign. Yeah, exactly. You're the only one I have, but why do I feel like you're not there? You ask me, are you mad at me? Have you ever done anything to make me down? 
you're cute and I'm a pathetic loser. Oh. Hope a miracle happens so that you love me more than I love you. Sad. Uh, sad times. You're cute and I'm a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was the one in trouble though. Yeah, she's in trouble because they're angry at her. Yeah, but not if they think that they're a loser. Well, it doesn't she's make that loser. much sense. Okay, I'm just... cute and you're a loser. No, no, no. She's not a loser. <laughs> anyway, pre-chorus goes, you don't have me in your heart, but I'm so full of you. I'm going crazy. So why are you doing this to me? Why are you making a fool out of me? I'm warning you now. Don't make me confused. Oh, oh so they're warning her. The chorus goes, are you kidding me? What am I to you? Am okay. I easy? Am I easy? Oh, you're playing with me. You're in danger now. Oh, according to Dulce Bangtan, she says, they mean you're dangerous to me Ooh. now. They go, why are you testing me? Don't make me confused. Then they do that whole thing again. And then Tay does his little growl. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm so sick because of you. You're hurting me so much. Aww. Three times. And then he says, don't make me confused. You're so mean to me. And then J-Hope does his first... No calls from you. Unlock. You're wanted. I'm trying to find your real intentions. The only thing you sent me is a couple of lines of text. Is this the relationship I've wanted and dreamt of? Where are all those love stories full of ups and downs? The main characters from TV dramas are no match for me. I tear my hair out a hundred times. You will look calm and prideful. You dump me. Oh. Huh. According to Dulce Bangtan again, she said that he uses damn damn and dang dang to say calm and prideful mm-hmm. whereas he used like a slang term for dumping which is cha bang bang so that's Cha-bang-bang. how it like right you get the ramp and then sugar says what am i what am i what am i to you so we get it again very topical <laughs> i always hear your news from your friends not your <gasps> i want you uh, i want you you're a criminal who shook my heart my <laughs> heart was already burnt before you set it aflame with your love my Aww. efforts to win your heart were a waste of time. I'm just a friend to you. I'm a love loser. And then <laughs> okay. they do the full chorus again, and then the song is over. It clearly sort of follows from the previous song. I think it's not my favorite. It's better than Boy in Love. It's better than Boy in Love, yeah, I agree. I like the choreo. The choreo is really good. Na, 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 na. I like when it comes on in the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the choreo is good. But yeah, the song is... I listen to it when it comes on, which is... I did that with all the songs, but yeah. Yeah. Do you like it, Tash? No, I do not like Danger. It's a bit angry for me. Mm. And even if like like with other ones we are I've not particularly loved the song, but like when it comes to being in a club, I can listen to it. Um I don't think and it comes on like not that I'd ever like want to miss one, but I could take a toilet break. You know? Yeah, it's not the end of the world to miss danger. Yeah. yeah, I think if we walked into the club and we're like, oh my God, they're at the end of danger, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jungi said about it, he said the melody was composed by this overseas composer called Tan. This is that Tan Bri guy, he's Vietnamese, and he's on one of the versions that they put out. Is he on the one of the clips that you've linked? Because I liked that. Yeah, but they oh. couldn't get the melody right, so then they outsourced it and received a perfect melody that became a valuable addition to the album. And then he said that they recorded it in America while filming American Hustle Life. And he really enjoyed being able to record in a studio overseas. He said it felt like a dream. Big house, big cars, big wings. Yeah. Should we get right into the Simbi? It goes well with the song. It does go well with the song. And they're in the subway. Yeah. 
which I like, reminds me of Pop on the Street and that game where they fight each other in the subway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's full of them being frustrated and angry about this unrequited love. J-Hope has the worst hair I have ever seen on any of the members, other than the hair that they make Jungie wear in the dance battle. Yeah, I have written, let's talk about the awful hair. Should we, should we give up. a worst hair in danger award? Let's all choose the worst hair in yeah, danger. Yeah, You've chosen J-Hope. It's obviously J-Hope. There isn't any other... I think Yoongi's in there with the like fire engine red Liam Gallagher hair. Honestly, it's no, awful. I don't think it's as bad as Hope is. It's awful. Yeah, but it doesn't look like Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Jin also bad. Also Jin bad. also bad, yeah. Jin also the... looks like he could be Ellen DeGeneres. Jin has the weird reddish purple side part which looks quite feminine mm. and Hobie's got a very similar style but in orange Yungi's got the fire engine Liam Gallagher V's got the coconut if they hadn't done what they did to Jin and Hobie yeah then RM's would be the worst because he's got the blonde it's called shave mullet a platinum pompadour mohawk I've terrible <laughs> yeah. I think it's okay yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't I think it. it's only okay because of what they've done compared to, to the and others. Hobie, yeah. yeah, and Yungi. Uh, well, Yungi's got a hat on. No, most but of that's the time. that's not the whole thing. But it's the same with V. V's got the coconut, which is bad, but then he looks okay with the wet hair and with the hat. Jimin's hair is fine. He's got JK like a like messed no, up. But even JK is. He's got thing. the like Bieber sweet. Yeah, the J Biebs. It's bad. I don't think RM's is the worst. No, no. Jimin's is the best. I would, maybe you're right, maybe J-Hope and Jin are the worst. 100%. But just because they don't get to wear a hat, whereas Yungi gets to wear a hat, which I think his haircut is up there. What do you think? I would agree with you too. I'm watching it now and I'm like, wow. I think what makes, like, Hobie's worse is the, like, instead of it being, like, a middle part, it's, like, the side part, and then it's all just, like, swoops, and it just looks Awful. so stupid. <laughs> It does. Really bad. So stupid. The, the Ellen DeGeneres reference is also like a middle-aged woman who's in her 50s. Mm. <laughs> Our grandma who's just had her hair cut shop and she's also dyed it bright red because that'll stick. Yeah, it, that, that's the vibe like, that it gives, yeah. I, Jacob, that too, stylist but... is in danger. Yeah. <laughs> and the concept's awful. They've all got like an angry... The only one that's authentic is Yungi, right? Well, we'll, go, we'll go over the storyline. So it opens with RM writing and then Jungkook's playing the outro propose piano mm -hmm. from the previous album. He does not know how to play piano. We know that. Mm -hmm. Jimin lets out his anger on a punching bag and then so explodes it. Lol. <laughs> JK should be on the oh, punching bag. Yeah, absolutely. And then JK smashes up the piano, actually. Jimin shouldn't be on the piano. Youngie should be on the piano. Yeah. But also, but Youngie does have the basketball, the basketball, which is fine. Yeah. Tay stares angstily in the mirror. Hobby's dancing his troubles away. Youngie <laughs> <laughs> bounces the basketball. Jimin's boxing. And then they dance in the underground station. And then Jin throws a lighter on some stuff. Jin doesn't really have a thing. Yeah. What, fire. Fire's well, his thing. I guess so, yeah. That shouldn't be his thing, though. And then Hobie check, checks his phone a lot during the verse where Yungi's frustrated with his basketball and can't like make the shots. RM scribbles a lot, then tears up the pages and then starts tattooing his himself. <sighs> and then they dance in front of the shopping trolleys on fire. At the end, they break loads of stuff, including the <laughs> mirror, and then take out his fringe. And I do think actor Tay shines in the scenes where he has the wet hair and he's looking in the mirror, which which is the 
the bit that they reused in his short film, The mm. Wings. So that's when people are like, Dark and Wild are, is part of the universe. Whereas I maybe think that they just thought he looked tortured in that and were like, yeah, let's check in that. I, I, think, I think he does a good job of looking tortured with his hair. I like the one that do the neck. Yeah. And when they do the like holding the chest in different levels, yeah. going around in the circle. They're just too angry. The outfits are also bad. I've written yeah. their back in what I assume is fake Versace t-shirts yeah. and chains. And they're all very, they're all too similar. Their style yeah. almost the same. There's five of them in the same shirt. It's a lot of like acid wash denim and leather jackets, but shirts, just general black clothes I've written. <laughs> it's not the best. It's bad. Yeah. I did link the Japanese MV just because it has a slightly more developed storyline, but they're wearing the same sort of stuff. But it's like Taste the main character and he's looking at his phone all the time and then they're at a party and then they're dancing around and you see these like clips of him looking frustrated. He gets to do a bit of acting in that, which I thought was nice. But yeah, and then we've got the dance practice, which I included for the choreo, which is really tight, Mm. really good, looks fairly complicated, Mm. standard early back time. Yeah. Um, they got that down. It was called, what's it called? The hypersynchronicity. They talk a bit about that in the book. Like, that's what they were working on for debut, where mm-hmm. Bang PD had made them all like jump at the same height, put their arm at the exact same angle. Yeah. Which is really difficult when you're of different like heights. And yeah. He, they said that and he stuff. would stop the like freeze frames and be like, oh, you're, off you're, you're like a millimeter too high on this jump. Yeah. So I did notice that more on this dance track and the dance track for War of Hormone like even when they do the jumps they're they're all level at the same height yeah well I think we said on the uh I can't remember if we said already but I think you said in one of the D-Day promotions he talked about like their trainee days and he said that he'd even tell them off for like their eyes looking in different directions Mm. but yeah do you have anything to say on the MV and dance track do you like them not particularly no the dance prac is better for Hobie's hair. Yeah. They didn't fix Hobie's hair in the Japanese version of the MP. They no. just kept it the same. But by the time you get to the dance prac, he, he only has the coconut, but you're like, at least it's gone. I like the bit in the choreo. There's like a bit where like Tay fights his way out of the boys and like to the front. And then Hobie does like a little pop luck thing at the start mm. of his verse, which is also cool. Those were the bits that I really enjoyed. Now we've got the Mo Blue remix where they sing the song on a balcony of like a skyscraper, it looks mm, like. RM cool. does an angsty English intro where he mm. says, if I'd known that true love was like this, I can't be sure that I would have ever tried it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fine. That also feels quite Twilight, yeah. actually. Yeah, very, very Twilight. <laughs> I was going to say very RM. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then he says, all I feel is anger and the danger. Yeah, and he's wearing that stupid T-shirt that says, like, love, kiss, hate, information? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, it's important, important. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes less sense. Yeah. It's with this Vietnamese artist called Tan Bui, and he does the second chorus in English, and he's got a good voice. I yeah. wrote. I liked it. I understood more of what danger meant from his verse. I think he says, I'm in danger. We're in danger we're tonight. We're in danger I tonight. Yeah, like yeah. we're in danger of falling apart. We're in danger of losing this. Yeah. The first time I'd seen it was when you linked it. Yeah. But would recommend. I had not really seen it either. But but yeah, uh, it's it's not on an album. It's like it's not like on their Japanese album or anything, as far as I can see on Spotify. But it is there on YouTube if you want to check it out. And then 
I put that the only performance I care about <laughs> is the Mama 2014 one, which is a great one. It was called the fight of the century mm-hmm. between PTS and Block B. So Block B were obviously another boy group led by rapper Zico. Mm-hmm. They debuted in 2011 and mm-hmm. remained active until 2018 when Zico left the company. <gasps> They're a little bit older than BTS. They're born from 1990 to 1993. Mm. And that's all the background that I want to give. I Buffy. thought Zico was called Tough Cookie. I thought that too. <laughs> the longest time when it comes up it says tough cookie but then the, the song's called tough cookie yeah 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 i was like when he came on i was like they've not i think called, i told you it was called, called this, tough cookie. they've not called this rapper tough cookie i thought because it, it was like rap monster and tough cookie i was like yeah that checks out i thought that for the longest time until i showed my friend kevin shout out to kevin and he was like no that's zika i was like oh yeah um. i saw it said zika underneath and then i saw when it said rap monster it said rap monster underneath as well yeah and then he was singing about tough cookie and i was like oh maybe that's the song, song yeah. i think the first probably three four watches i thought his name was tough cookie. <laughs> and then when like he starts shouting it in the song I'm, and then arm sort of joins in to say tough cookie i'm like why is arm shouting this guy's name like i don't get it <laughs> How do you like your cookies? Top, top, top. Block B aren't actually that bad. No, I quite good. like them. But anyway, yeah, it starts with a dance battle between Jimin and Hobby and Block B's dance line, mm-hmm. um, which I think that's where I think the biggest gap is. I think we, they can't. Jimin and Hobby do it like a hundred yeah. times better than Block B. Also, um, we've watched this clip before because yeah. it's the one where Jimin rips his shirt off. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler. And when we watched it before, I thought it was like at the end of the performance. No, but no. But it's not, it's right at the beginning. It's right at the start. So then he doesn't have a fucking shirt for the rest of the 10 minutes that he's up on there. Yeah, yeah. They stick this fur jacket on him, but he's got no shirt. Yeah, he's like, during the dance battle, In the Jimin and Hobby do like some, some more like, obviously, hip hop street dancing style mm. where they like crunk and pop lock a lot. I don't know how to say I think it's called like crumping. Crumping, yeah. yeah where they crump. I'm not a dance expert. They anyway, do. Um, oh, Hobie does the where he lays down on the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. From yeah. We Are Bulletproof. And Jimin doesn't flip over him. No. And I was like, Jimin. Yeah, well, I like, think. Hobie's doing it. Flip over him. And yeah. then obviously Jimin's busy ripping his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. Jimin takes off his jumper first. He's wearing like a hoodie. And then uh, rips his vest like down the middle, and the female idols look really happy. They're, like, they're literally losing their shit. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. He's got these like nineteen-year-old abs and the fake tattoos, including mm. the never mind on his rib. It's never mind fake. That's fake at that ah. point, but now obviously we know he's got it's a real, real one. Yeah, really? I really think early idol groups they're not really allowed to get tattoos. No, yeah. Um, yeah. I learned on such a talk actually when he had Taeyang on, he talked about that Mama show. And obviously Taeyang's Jimin's huge idol. Mm. He loves him. And at that same award show, Yoongi was like, oh yeah, we really loved your performance at Mama 2014 where you like performed shirtless with G-Dragon. It was just the two of them. So I wonder if he was like inspired. Like, oh my God, my idol shirtless. I'm going to rip my shirt off. Because Yoongi was like, yeah, yeah, we all thought that performance was like the coolest thing ever. It was so cool. Oh, but maybe not if you already had the fake tattoos on. It must have been mm. planned if you yeah, already had the fake tattoos in place. Fair, 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 yeah. Well, I just thought it was like, it was very shirtless. Forever. And then, then they never came back to the shirtless. <laughs> like that was the one time it was shirtless well, until like Love Yourself era where he does the like hand under the shirt. But that's not the same. 
RM um, looks vile in his white suit with his bright red hair. Uh, Seth, can we discuss the bright hair? Because I don't hate it, to be honest. Oh, I hate it. I hate um, the pink shirt as well. I hate the whole of RM. Yeah, well, I so do then... think he's a better rapper. RM and Zico do their rap battle that comes next. Zico performs Tough Cookie. <laughs> RM chimes in on the choruses. And then RM performs a song called RM that he wrote himself, according to some articles that I read, but I couldn't find it anywhere else. It doesn't seem like it's on his first mixtape. It hasn't been released on SoundCloud that I can oh, see. Really? It's just for that, really. They're both pretty good, I wrote. And I did find out that actually, because like when I first watched it again, I was like, oh my God, these are huge, like, nemeses like they hate each other or whatever but actually Aram and Zika work together on a song called mm. Fuck Cockroaches right yeah it was pre-debut <laughs> back when their names were Runch Ronda and Naxo ah yes yeah I have added the link, link if anyone wants to watch that it's pretty short yeah and then BTS performed Danger in some horrible white outfits <laughs> file and that's you see young what they've done to young yeah block b wore mainly the black outfits i think they were like to distinguish them jimin's got a horrible fur coat but at least he's still shirtless <laughs> <laughs> my baby Yungi looks the worst of all in his pink fur boa and his problematic ginger braids yeah yeah problematic tough day real. one of the things that i noticed no army bombs no they didn't have no. them at that point no army yeah. bombs no little like sticks in the audience and i think Block B's light stick is the light torch. And when Block B perform her mm. and they pan to the audience, everybody's singing it. When BTS do Danger, no one's singing along. Yeah. And then when Block B do her, everyone's singing along. And I was like, oh my God. Well, they had been going everybody, for two more years. Everybody knows these guys, Block B, and nobody knows our boys. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't stay that way. And then everyone else has these white blazers over like pink or black tops. So they kind of look like they're about to like go do some lab experiments is what I wrote. <laughs> and then Buck do their song Her, which not going to lie, is a bop. I it's like it. Good, yeah. <laughs> and then they come together to cover Let's Get It Started, which is random. Natasha. The light sticks are Big Bang. Ah, uh, Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. And... Block B, I've had in my playlist for a very long time. Her is an old one. There's a lot of good ones. There's a few good ones after Zico left. Mm. And Zico's solo stuff now is also great. It's when you get here and we go to a club, pretty much all the club songs are like Zico's in most of them because he did all the... There's a big rapper TV show that everyone goes on. Oh, and yeah. he does like a lot of the production things and he... Oh, yeah. show me the money show me the money. show me the money yeah i heard of that yeah i have listened to i know you you made a spotify playlist a while ago that has some of his songs on and i listened to those mm. and i'm like actually these are really good <laughs> i'm not checked out block b but i thought i might while jk is singing it pans to are you watching him and she's like oh. yeah 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 i did see that and that's cute yeah i think that's all we really have to say about danger good good well not good. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> Onwards. Onwards and upwards, guys. It's time for the problematic fat bitch war of hormone. Yeah, take it away, please. Yeah, when I looked at it, I was like, why did I get left with war of hormone? This is just because I didn't want to do two in a row, but I can do it if you want. No, no. Um, I can still do it. Okay. But I was like, I swear I wouldn't have picked this. I quite like War of Hormone. I think it's good. I prefer Danger. Oh, no, I definitely prefer War of Hormone, mm. for sure. What about you? Um, you prefer War of Hormone, yeah, because you hate Danger. Yeah, I prefer War of Hormone. 
for a meeting. Love it. (laughs) It's rare. How can you hate danger and love war of hormone? We're in the same thing where they're like, no, they're very, very similar in sound and style. That's not true. War of hormone is much more like punk rocky, whereas danger is more like hip hop -hop with the rock guitar. Yeah. Um, Maybe danger is a bit more 80s and war of hormones a bit more 70s but anyway this is the other song that has received some criticism for being problematic where boy in love was a bit possessive and controlling they behaved quite inappropriately with the girl in the mv this one has had criticism mainly for the lyrics mm-hmm. and how they objectify women so the general consensus i believe is that this one isn't as bad It's just that they're only talking about loving women for physical reasons. Mm. And obviously, Western rappers have done this a million times. Forever. Keep doing it. And 2014 was a different time. Plus, it's not super crude. It's just about, like, see-through clothes and, like, heels and tummies and whatever. It's not like, oh, I love your... Big titties. Yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... I did... When I was researching, I saw that a lot of... uh, Some commenters also mentioned... A couple of other songs, so Miss Wright and Converse High as being mm. problematic in the same way. But having done those songs, I didn't see any major issues. Like there is a little bit of the same, like, oh, I want girls to wear this or that, whatever. But whereas, this one's more explicit. Yeah, this one, you, I kind of see what they mean. Although someone my age and who's used to Western rap, it comes off as quite innocent. Mm. Because obviously all the stuff that we had in the noughties from Western, especially hip-hop artists, were just like a hundred times worse. We had the Um, Fong song. Yeah. song about Fongs. Like Fong song. Like (laughs) shake that ass for me and smack that. that And like, yeah, just bad ones. Bad, bad. Um, So we've talked a little bit about before how they reacted to receiving this criticism, which didn't really come until 2016. So a couple of years after this. But that's when obviously BTS were getting more popular and then obviously these people were looking for reasons to sort of tear mm-hmm. them down. And obviously we know that RM now gets his lyrics reviewed by a feminist studies professor, like a legend. And <laughs> JK in... doesn't get his MVs reviewed by the same professor. That's true, but we've had progress nonetheless, lyrics-wise anyway. In 2016, Big Hit made a statement about these allegations where they recognized the debate and said that after having reviewed BTS's lyrics, they found that some lyrics and social media posts might be misleading and intimidating to the public, regardless of what the musician intended. Mm. The company and the members expressed their dearest apology to those who felt uncomfortable and promised to seriously reflect on the feedback. They also said that they understand it's not appropriate to judge a woman's role and value from a man's perspective. Finally, they remarked that as a trend-setting idol group, BTS knows a single remark and its behavior may bring about a tremendous effect to society. Also, Big Kid Entertainment feels responsible for not being careful in generating content and causing such trouble. Please keep an eye on our growth and we promise that we are open to feedback from fans and the public. So it feels like they took it really seriously and we have the 21st century girl response, mm. quote unquote, which is great. And we've already talked about, which and is sort of... You get Yeah. Which is nice. <laughs> Beside the point, but yeah. It's <laughs> um, an apology. But yeah, I think it's it was important to read the statement, I think, just to see sort of how they dealt with it. And... Obviously, anything else that keeps coming up, like this video, then obviously we can keep 
looking over as they've requested what they do going forward. And I think that I don't think there's any problem with that. And they have obviously invited that sort of interaction. But yeah, I think in terms of a response statement, I think it was pretty, pretty good. Do you want to do the lyrics? Yes. So War of Hormone, it was written by P-Dog and Supreme Boy with RM, Sugar and Hobie. And it was produced by P-Dog. Yeah. So War of Hormone starts with because of who, because of women, because of who, hormones, because yeah. of who. So it's like women and my hormones are the problem. Yeah. Um, I've been <laughs> really weirdly on the War of Hormones. One of my friends is like really pregnant at the minute. And we keep saying, that's just your hormones. It's your hormones making you think that. Yeah. So then when I was reading these, I was more sympathetic because I was like, oh, their hormones are just running wild. They're making it's hard them, with the hormones. Yeah, they're making yeah. them think and do things that they wouldn't normally do. Yeah. And it's so confusing because it feels real. You don't get like the same sympathy as a teenager. As a, boy, yeah, as puberty hormones <laughs> as you do pregnancy hormones. But, but yeah, yeah, this because of who hormones, because of who I was like, mm, yeah, those hormones, they are mental. Yeah. They get back to how it sort of makes them act a bit silly later. But yeah. So first one starts with RM. Thank you for your existence. Please call me so that I can buy you dinner. I'm crazy, crazy these days. Cough, cough. Girl, you make me cough. Your clothes, they're see-through, see-through. Spicy. Very much, thank you. You make everything clear. You're natural LASIK. I don't need to pay for it. Nice. LASIK is the, like, eye surgery so, yeah. that you get so that you don't have to wear glasses or lenses. Yeah. Then he says, I'll be in panic. I'll be a fan. <laughs> and I'll be a man of you, 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 babe. He comes up as so confident when he says that bit. And I'm like, oh, I, I do like it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think he comes up as quite like quite swaggy, swaggy and charming in this bit. Yeah. <laughs> then JK comes in with another little, is it a rap? A little rap. A little yeah, rap, yeah. yeah. He says, Ugh. it keeps catching my eyes, girls' tummies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Can't help but look at girls' tummies. Yep. <laughs> Girls are equations and we solve it. Yep. <laughs> I drip with sweat and I don't know what to do. Please wear more high heels. Heels. I'm 18. I know all this stuff. <laughs> that girls are the best creatures in the world. Yes, I'm a bad boy. So I like a bad girl. Yeah. Come on, baby. We're meant to be. Yeah. Bad. Um... Bad, bad, bad. Bad on all instances. It's maybe good. Good for JK that he didn't write this. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy, I'm 18, I know all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm 18, like, I know all about girls. <laughs> I know all I'm supposed to know. I also enjoy the, yes, I like bad boys, so I like bad girl. No, bad. no, you're not, but sure. You're not, you've never seen bad boy. Especially and you're this so scared JK. of girls. Yeah, this JK is a baby. Just got back from American Hustle Life. <laughs> mm. In American House and Life, when they try and get them to talk to, to women, I think that is where he like runs outside and is like, "I'm never getting married." <laughs> <laughs> Which is very sweet, but like, and then he's singing these lyrics. How far the boys come? Yeah, yeah now yeah. he's fucking banging you every day. Yeah. Monday, bang. Tuesday, bang. Wednesday, bang. Yeah, yeah. Goes on and on. It's all for you. What do yeah. you want to do every day? Bang, bang, bang. Sure. So then we get into the chorus, which goes, hello, hello, what, hello, hello, tell me what you want right now, hello, hello, what, hello, hello, I'm going to give it to you, girl, right now, no, you have to do the what, oh, sorry, <laughs> and then I do, I'm going to give it to you, girl, right now, anyway. yeah, fine, there's a take, Raoul, 
take a, uh, just a another growl. growl. Yeah. yeah, you are not mine, but I know you are perfect in front of you. I don't even know where to look. I want to get closer to you, but you are just too beautiful. I mean, that's nice. Yeah. And they do the little wavy choreo, which is fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is cute. Then girls are the best presents. Presents. What I'm really wishing for is just you, just you. Everybody say, if that's you, I'm okay. Oh, I can't handle this. You look perfect in every direction from head to toe. Perfect, perfect. And they do their little like head spin and then like kick their feet out from the head at the head to toe bit in the choreo, which I was like, oh, right, that makes sense now. Yeah, then there's the lalas. Perfect from the front, perfect from the back. Then the lalas again. Yeah. Perfect from head, perfect to toe, perfect, perfect. Even the way you walk, it's perfect, perfect. And in this choreo from the perfect from the front, perfect from the back, that's when they wiggle their butts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the like cutest way like literally not not a bit of sex appeal at all they do like when they stay when they face the front and like shake their hips that's that is a little sexy some of them do it better than others i think and then they turn around and then they start slapping everyone on the butt so yeah it's meant to be funny i think that's the vibe of this song like it is a little bit objectifying but it is like a jokey song yeah yeah Yeah. Um, um i always think when they wiggle their butts it's like when you put tails on children, you know, like oh, yeah. in costumes, and the child tries to like move their butt in a way that makes the tail jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> and they can do better butt wiggles, I'm yeah. sure. Then we're on to Sugar's verse, which is No way, not only for once or twice. I'm not interested in that short term relationship. My perfect sweet angel boy. <laughs> but I learned body architecture 101 from you. Oh. My testosterone goes up heavily. After conquering at a fight with my hormones, I studied you and found out you were against the rules. Mm-hmm. Foul. Foul play. Foul play, yeah. yeah. If the standards for beauty can be compared with the depth of the sea, you are the deep sea. You are the beautiful... Wow, what a line. Sorry. <laughs> you are the beautiful cultural heritage and should be conserved by government. On the deep sea line, he uses the word simhe apparently which can mean both deep sea and too much so like if the standard of beauty is the ocean you're the deep sea or you're too much let me go into hobie's verse which i think is the last one isn't it yeah but yeah oh let's talk about the concern for the government as well um yeah (laughs) so in korean apparently they have yu hyung which means tangible cultural assets like books and buildings and stuff and mu hyung which means like intangible assets like traditional dance and music and then hyung means like the format the assets in and what he's called her is mi hyung which means like she's a cultural asset in the beauty format or the like the beauty category which isn't actually a thing but let's if he was inventing it she'd be number one yeah then we're going to hope his verse which is fine it's all good <laughs> yeah. gonna lie. from her head body waist legs to where i cannot really say mm, spicy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but at least he hasn't said it all of the explicit words he's not said them yeah as a man i cannot understand if someone says he's not interested <laughs> oh, that's a bit tough as well <laughs> it's like every man should be obsessed with you yeah and also some men aren't interested in girls and that's okay even a small gesture blows my mind girl i keep my place in front of my computer every night because you are luring me mm. why is she on the computer i guess they're like messaging, they're messaging. Mm. yeah 
ladies first for my lady oh and this has got the god awful choreo where they open the door yeah why but are then, we doing literal choreo but then it is it's... girls are the frozen icebergs let it go which it's is a frozen, frozen reference, frozen reference. Yeah. yeah let it go let it go yeah <laughs> fine cute disney reference from movie. it's very topical i think frozen came out in 2013 right so it would have been like on the frozen hype train so frozen hype train yeah female it's madness it excites me every day i squeeze my pimple after this hormone war as part of my daily routine yeah and then he does it in the video and in the choreo he does yeah. like a little like squeeze motion yeah. which is terrible gross. this whole choreo for this verse is bad bad <laughs> yeah then we get the chorus again and then the bridge which is because of who, because of girls, because of what, because of hormones, because of what, because I'm a man, mm. because I'm a man, because I'm a man. <laughs> Lovely. Because of who, because of girls. Yeah, they um, do that twice. And then they do that twice, yeah. And then they do the chorus again, and then that's yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. ending yeah. on even the way you walk, it's perfect, perfect. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, this song, in my opinion. I think it's a little bit objectifying and a little bit cringe, but like personally, I think it's 100 times better than Boy in Love. But I don't know if you guys... You quite like Boy in Love, didn't you? I quite, well, I quite like the sound of Boy in Love. Yeah. I prefer the sound of that than the sound of this. Mm, so yeah, I prefer the sound of this. And I think the intentions were, like, overall good, if you know what I mean. Like, they wanted to celebrate and compliment women, but just went about it in Miss the wrong me. way, yeah. It was like they were like, You're right, let's write a song about women where you talk about how great they are, but, like, also we want it to be, like, hip-hop style. And also we can't really do, like, a normal rapper fuck bitches get money like no we're idols can't do that so let's just like sing about the hormones and girls tummies and stuff like make it pg it doesn't quite work but like i think it's fine i like it when it comes on the club and i like listening to it it's yeah i think because it's the second lead track i wouldn't it's not in the skip contenders mm. but I, I you both seem to love the video i just hate the video oh, I, like I literally it. hate I it i hate fair. the aesthetic i hate the do you know what it reminds me of? styling is 100 times better than Danger. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Just One Day. Oh. This whole, like, cutesy boy chasing the girl, trying it's to be like the a, perfect boy for you. And, and that, I just found that quite jarring. Oh, um, no, I love it. Whereas at least with Danger, they're just angry, and I'm used to them being angry, which I hate that as well. That's cringy, but I just I find this is... But do you think the styling is better? Because I think the yeah, styling I think is 100 look, Well, obviously better. the hair is better. Yeah. But I skip the MV. Okay. Natasha? I like it. It's cute. It's nice to know, you know, someone who listened to it from when I was 13, didn't have a clue what they were saying, you know, all bothered. (laughs) So when I was like, um, (laughs) obviously the thing came out being like, this is a little bit problematic. I was like, oh, what? Really? Because I'd seen like a lot of people being like, oh my God, he makes a Frozen reference and stuff like Mm. that. I was just like, he's talking about Frozen. Like, (laughs) how can it be problematic? But I understand now. Yeah. I also enjoy it. Uh, It's a catchy song. Jungi said about it that they recorded it in America as well. It's rather exciting, he said. And then that they were careful with the lyrics because they wanted to properly convey a boy's instincts. Were they careful with the lyrics? That's what he said. And there are funny bits too, is what he said. I think they they wanted to be truthful in terms of what they said. Like maybe they felt like what they do think about when they look at girls are like heels and tummies. I don't know. But that's what he said. Anyway. MV. MV. The MV's got like a Sin City vibe. So it's all like grayscale with pops of red. It's a uh, uh, sepia, yeah. Sepia with pops um, of red, which I think is nice. It hides uh, some of the hair 
colours, but it does mean that Aram's pops is the blonde. The sort of setup is like they're at a school. Yeah. And they see a girl, one girl. Yes. <laughs> she's dressed a bit like a cheerleader. She's yeah, got she's like got a, cheerleader, a outfit, cheerleader, yeah. cheerleading outfit on. And all seven of them want her. Well, they're competing for her attention, her. I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. so then they all go on their own pursuits of trying to woo her. Yeah. In the end, it's V that wins, right? In the end, v. Yeah, he, in she the comes end, she picks V. And picks V, yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, I like the video. I think the styling is good, so we can go over the outfits. They're like British 70s punk-inspired outfits, is what I put anyway. Jake has got the Freddy Krueger jumper. Yeah, I don't think the Freddy Krueger his... jumper works. No, I think it's nice. Jimin's got his Djibouti trousers. That's when the Djibouti was born, I think. I like our pinstripe suit, but his hair looks crazy. Yeah, his hair's over. And Jimin and Hobby's hair looks crazy as well. Yeah, it's overstyled. Yeah. Tay gets a lot of attention for his sexy finger licking and lollipop yeah. in the video. But I like feel like it just looks like a little munchkin. Yeah, Tay does a lot of... Uh cutesy acting i have heard other people be like oh my god he's so sexy and more formal but i'm like he's just tiny jen looks handsome in his plaid blazer always yeah that's the savior of early bang (laughs) tan i like when they all ride their bicycles yeah so the um, the whole first bit where they're outside is like a one take which is quite cool they walk around and then like stop to dance and occasionally they see this girl and like follow her and then they're on the bikes and then they go into this gym which is that's the first cut i think but yeah i think the dance is fun the bit yeah. where tay slaps jimmins and jk's butts and then looks at his hand if, as if it's now like has super Magical, power yeah <laughs> it's like oh my god my hand is not glowing because your butts are so hot yeah and he's um, like he's super shocked to be he's like yeah, shocked yeah, yeah. and then jk carrying yungi is cute oh yeah and they um, do that in the dance as well right yeah 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 yeah, and then they're in the gym and then down some more and then the girl walks in, goes up to Tay, hugs him, and he looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the commentary arms like, Oh yeah, and we were all super jealous of V in that point. But V's like, Oh my don't god, don't touch me. And then as soon as she lets go, she, he's like just celebrating with the other guys. He just completely ignores her. Um <laughs> I don't think he knew all the things he needed to know either. Jimin looks really angry that V gets picked. <laughs> Like everyone else is like fine, but Jimmy is like, no, I'm the sexy one. He's like, I'm the one with the booty. He's like, I've got the Djibouti. Why does she not want me? Yeah. Cute. And then there's dance practices, which I wasn't going to include, but then I watched them and Mm. then I had to include them because I really really believe in their power to produce happiness. So please watch away. They're really good. Mm. There's, There's the silly one. There's a real war version where they do the dance just while being silly. Aram's got blue hair. Yeah. He hides it. Aram looks like floppy. Yeah. (laughs) And he's got a uh, a tired look on his face. Um, Yeah, Aram doesn't want to be doing the silly version. He's he's fine. (laughs) It looks like maybe they just recorded it late in the day or something, and they're all tired. But um, What I thought of this was I really, because up until this, the whole playlist is like, angry overly obsessed with girls yeah this was the first time that i'd seen jimin in particularly just be jimin yeah like be soft and cute and friendly and silly and i was like oh there he is and he can do the choreo but they've told him to pretend he's angry yeah that's this one he, they've told him to yeah. pretend he's silly <laughs> well i just think they've is. told them to just do whatever they want right because yeah. rm's not being super silly 
it's called a real war version, which I, I don't really know what they mean by that, but they're all being fairly silly, silly. arms yeah. being floppy. Tate's kicking everyone and pushing mm-hmm. Jimin over, and then they take their revenge on him at the end. Mm-hmm. JK carries Yungi on his shoulders and then starts jumping around. <laughs> <laughs> I was fearful for my boy's safety. Yungi's <laughs> not a baby. No, Yungi's not a baby. And also, that studio, not very high ceiling. He bumps his head like a few times, I think. Yungi also smacks Sarah in face. <laughs> when he gets picked up when yeah. he's on his shoulders it's like quite a common like um do you know when they do like a compilation of like memes they'll show a clip it'll just be like aram getting hit in face by yungi <laughs> and then like next clip it's quite funny i've seen that clip a few times in the aram's adding of, of his six children compilations j-hope just a lot of booty shaking mm-hmm. and then they all sort of join in and then take Harrison for a bit before that they still do the dark area where they open oh, the yeah, door yeah. for it to come through yeah which is um, fine and they do spirit fingers Jiminy is cute I wrote but he shouts what all the time <laughs> he loves it I mean Jimin's so happy <laughs> yeah. and then he just a little bit where he's centering and he does the little pouty face yeah <laughs> pokes the camera yeah oh. and he drags me to the front and they all like do a little cute face adorable and then they get really giggly at the end and start shouting stuff and then kick the tape down and then <laughs> I think it's Jimin and Jimin JK. and JK kick him down but then Hobby goes like walks past him and then like sneaks in a little kick <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, you're here. Cake done. Yeah, it's really cute. And then there's a Halloween version. The Halloween version was really good, actually. It's so good, yeah. The JK looks petrifying. Yeah. Literally, he's so scary looking and he doesn't smile until at least two minutes in. So his character, I, we can go over what they all are. So Junie's Dracula. Yeah. Jin is Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Yoongi's a very smiley Chucky. Hobie <laughs> is a prisoner. Mm-hmm. Jimin is Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. It's a bit random. Tay is the Joker. Yeah. And does a really good job. JK is something called the King of Terrors, I found, but I don't really know what it is, but it looks like a sort of Zombie. Grim Reaper slash scary monk slash black plague peasant was what I got from it. There is a reference to the King of Terrors in the Bible. From what I understand, it's sort of another word for death. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it will bring this guy before the King of Terrors is the same as like killing him. But I don't know whether he's like the personification of death, which mm-hmm. kind of feels like that's what he's dressed up. It's just really creepy. Um, Even Yungi is Chucky. <laughs> he's smiling throughout. He is. And J- you don't get a single smile from JK until like... No, but they're meant to perform it in character, which is yeah, what makes it fun. It's creepy. I like it. I was going to say... And if they're performing in character, why is Hobie a happy prisoner? Hobie's just, happy he's like throughout. scared. He's scared. They're definitely he's performing scared. in character because Jin like... Yeah, Jin and... Kips, it's super serious. It like yeah. really falls over. But Junie also does the Dracula and Yungi does all the like knife stuff. And Jimin does the like fancy dancing moves. And Tay does the like And Tay does an amazing Tay does a great joke. He does an amazing Korea. joker impression at all points. Like mm-hmm. even the smiles on point. I was gonna ask you guys whether you want to name your best cosplayer. Yeah, it's B. It's B for you. I thought it was between Jin and Tay, but I landed on Jin actually. Because he even does the bit where he falls over mm. and he's swigging out of his water bottle. And, I think yeah. the problem is the water bottle. No, but <laughs> the, the water, water bottle is like, a prop. Just, no, I know, but they should have got him a better prop. Or oh, well, not like, a water bottle. It's just a dance practice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Oh, to be fair, I don't, I don't think I've watched any of them. I've never watched Tricky. I've never watched The Joker. I've seen bits of Charlie Chaplin, but I don't know what he does, really. 
Bobby's anybody in Jack Sparrow? I've never seen it. Mm. Yeah, then it's hard. But yeah, it's a fun dance practice. Enjoy watching. Performance wise, I included M Countdown, where they wear similar outfits to the MV, but not the same ones. I wrote for this one, which I realize he also wears this in the MV, but I've got a lot of time for Youngest Patchwork jeans with the suspenders and the cardia and the bear I think he looks really nice yeah I think young junior looks great in the suspenders as well yeah his hair is just a bit all over the place not that youngest hair is better but he's wears the brace it's fine jk has got a big sexy moment at the end of the bridge where he does like a big dance and like shakes his hips around which I didn't really see in the other performances but yeah did you like that one yeah it's good for me I don't think there's any like standout outfits that they're wearing and the set's kind of a bit boring as well. And mm. uh, yeah, Jimmy's wearing the Rolling Stone t-shirt, which everyone owned in yes. 2014. And then the last one I included was from Summer Sonic, which was just a year later. I really only included this for the looks. Yeah, you which... said they'd blown up, but I wasn't. I think they look a hundred million times better. I really like the Jimin in the shorts and what looks like those like NFL jersey and he's got the hair, the red hair from Doe. Hmm. Jake's got these like shorts and then a white t-shirt, like a hoodie and a bucket hat and he just looks huge. Mm-hmm. He looks JK so looks big. Both, yeah. yeah, I think everyone else is fine. Yeah, they don't look super styled for this. It's just, there wasn't really like more it. to it than that. It was I like just Junior's like a... beanie and Jin's shirt. Jimin's got the nice cut. Yeah. And there's army bombs in the crowd. That's nice. Do you like that one? I think, like you said, Jimin and JK definitely look better and a lot more grown up. It's not the greatest, but I guess we're never going to see it pro form like now. We like great staging and great outfits and it's just like, no. We'll just no. stick to JK fucking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He has lost the war of hormones. He has. He's just giving into it. I think that is the song that we'll leave part one on and part one yeah thanks for listening to part one guys it was a problematic part weird one with a lot of problematic bits <laughs> uh a lot of uh references to junker coming sex which i think if, if someone listens to this like five years from now it's gonna sound really weird but right now it feels really tough cool. <laughs> so just trust us i guess the intro will help but yeah thanks for listening and we'll be back with part two we'll do the majority of the album and part three will we'll do the rest of the album and awards so yeah stay Bye. tuned and all that's left to say is i've been christine i've been leanne i've been natasha and we've been Generation, Generation BTS. BTS. Jorge. Jorge.